Bulldog Sports. All right, I think we caught our breath during the break. I had a little snack. My goodness. We had about four or five big deals in a matter of uh, three minutes last segment. Lots. Lots going on in the NBA. Uh, Let's catch all of you up. First, let's start in our own backyard. Right now, so far, the Kings have mostly run it back. Of course, last night, Harrison Barnes signs the three-year $54 million deal, or at least agrees to it. $18 million a year. Uh, we can also tell you that Trey Lyles is returning to the Kings. Two years, $16 million, plus some bonuses, apparently, as part of that contract. No team, no player option. So it's just a straight two years, $16 million with some bonuses. So HB back, Lyles is back. Chemezi Metu will not be back. Chemezi has agreed to a one-year deal with the Phoenix Suns. We also, this morning, heard from Sham Sharania that uh, the Kings are nearing a deal. They're nearing a deal with the Indiana Pacers for Chris Duarte. So that, so far, is all of the action. Okay, that That's what the Kings have done so far. They're mostly running it back. Still haven't seen that Duarte deal made official, huh? No. And and I'm I'm thinking that it might have some more pieces in it. You know, so like sometimes when something like that comes out mm-hmm. in nine, ten hours pass and it's not officially reported like deals done. I wouldn't be surprised if Monty's cooking up something, maybe a three three way deal. Uh, you know, th- there's gotta be something going on. I I've seen some people ask about Sasha Vizankov. I've seen some people uh, in the YouTube chat mentioning this report about Vizankov. Look, and by the way, the Harrison Barnes deal is now officially official. Sean Cunningham tweets out that the Kings have officially announced that extension. So here's the thing. There's going to be a lot of things thrown out there, folks. I'm not going to run with anything unless it's from somebody who's reputable. Like and, dropping dimes 20. And And so far, nobody... So far, nobody reputable has even mentioned Vizenkov. If it happens, trust us, we will tell you immediately. You will hear it here. Nowhere else. Nowhere else can you hear that but here. If the Vizenkov deal is done, if any other deal is done, we will tell you about it. We'll be right there with you. So, running it back, you and I have talked about it, Rami, already. If that is end of the day, off-season over, because a lot of moves can be made. If they add more pieces to the bench, that get me excited. If they bring somebody in who could actually start and maybe HB goes, a lot of stuff can happen. But if it's a mostly run it back, I think it's disappointing. I'm not telling you it's the worst thing in the world. It's not a fail grade. It's disappointing. I wanted this team to upgrade. Duarte is a good piece coming off the bench. But I wanted a legitimate upgrade in this starting five. So, you know, it would be disappointing. With that said, as we've talked about, with that said, individually looking at this de- at these deals, you can't necessarily kill Monty. No. The Harrison Barnes deal is great value. The Trey Lyles deal is great value. When you look at, you know, what, what the cost has been so far, I mean, Jeremy Grant got five years, $160 million from Portland. That's $32 million a year. Kyle Kuzma got... Four years, $102 million. That's $25.5 million a year. 
Draymond Green got $25 million a year. Chris Middleton got $33 million a year. When you look at those deals, I wouldn't want any of those deals over the Harrison Barnes deal. Here's my question to you, though. If if this is, if the biggest move, if the biggest move of this offseason is Harrison Barnes coming back, Rami, would you have rather traded for John Collins than that might be bring back Harrison Barnes? That might be the one that you look at and go, man, they if they could have done that instead of Harrison Barnes, because... You're right, Nick. Looking at the rest of these deals and names that the that the Kings were tied to, first of all, it doesn't look like those guys were going anywhere, whether it was Jeremy Grant or Draymond Green or Kyle Kuzma. All stayed right where they were and got a lot more money than, than maybe they were worth. But that John Collins deal, when you look at what they gave up for him in the trade, which was essentially nothing, it was, it was a bag of balls yeah. with the name Rudy Gay on it, and on top of that, the money that he got at $25 million a year, I've been doing it with just about every free agent who would have made any sense whatsoever for the Kings today and going Harrison Barnes at $18 million or Player X at this price. And in most cases, you've said, and I've agreed with you when I ask you that question, the Barnes deal makes more sense to me. That John Collins deal might be the one that, that would make more sense than what the Kings did in bringing back Harrison Barnes. That was a chance to upgrade at a reasonable price in in, in getting John Collins. You know what I mean? Where the rest of these guys, it's it, the, the price tag is maybe a little bit too high when you're talking about the bang for the buck and the improvement that you'd get over a Kuzma or a Draymond Green versus a Harrison Barnes. But with Collins, I think you get your bang for the buck in the difference in, in price between those two guys' services. Yeah, another name that you can throw in there was Bruce Brown. He he signed a two-year, $45 million deal, which I think, and I love Bruce Brown, but I think that's a big-time overpay. I would have rather had Collins. And I know some of you will disagree with me, but that's why we do this. I, I, would, have, I would have made the deal, again, if you tell me, because we don't know what else is coming up, but that extra $7 million, something else – you know, could be brought in, and then you look at it, well, you had Harrison Barnes and X versus Collins. But mm-hmm. if Harrison Barnes is your biggest move of this offseason, bringing him back, I would have taken Collins at $25 million over Barnes at $18 million. John Collins is 25 years old. He's a defender, and I know he's had trouble shooting the basketball last year and that he had a finger injury, and people are concerned. But when Quinn Snyder came back, I mean, when Quinn Snyder came over, as the new coach of the Hawks, he said, let it fly. And Collins shot better. Collins shot better. And let's also not discount the fact that Collins this year had to play with two high-usage guards, DeJounte Murray and Trey Young. Trey Young's not the easiest guy to play with, folks. He's not. So I wouldn't necessarily say, oh, John Collins would be a waste offensively. He can't shoot the ball. We don't know what he would have looked like in this offense. But I'll tell you what, he's a really good fit with Domas. He's a rim protector. He's long. He blocks shots. That's stuff that Harrison can't do. Harrison has pros, right? But Collins also has pros. Yeah. Collins' athleticism, his youth, his defense, I would have taken John Collins over Harrison Barnes. That's the one that I would go look at. That's the one that I think you have an argument about. The other guys, no. 
Not interested in Green. Not interested in Kuzma. Cam Johnson maybe, but it would have been matched by the Nets. It would have been an exercise in futility. There no reason to even do it. Out of the guys who were available, Collins would have been the dude that I look at and said, and said that's an upgrade over Harrison Barnes. And for the extra $7 million, I would have sucked it up and brought him in. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. That's, that's, that might be the one that got away when you look at the moves that, that have happened leading up to and on today's trade deadline or free open a free agency, I guess. And you really wonder. You really wonder, you know, again, what else can come up? Because there's a lot of things that could come up. The, the, the full picture isn't there. We haven't heard, had word about Fred Van Vliet. Uh, there are names out there. There are still names out there, folks. There are still oh, really a bunch of names out there. There are there are still really mm-hmm. good names out there. I mean, you look at it. I'll give you some names that I'd be interested in. Kelly Oubre, still out there. Tory Craig, still out there. Christian Wood, still out there. Mason Plumley. Jock Landale. Plumley is a good fit. Rui Hachimura. Also would be a good fit. Jalen McDaniels. P.J. Washington, restricted. Grant Williams, restricted. So there's there's still room. There's still room to do something. And there's there's room to bring in somebody who would be a big. And, you know, y- you then move Barnes to the bench. That That's still a possibility. That is still a possibility that is out there. So there are still names. There are still players that are very valuable that can help this basketball team. So not all is lost. Trust me. And there are still trades. You got the trade exception still. You still have the exception left, whether it's going to be the full mid-level at $12.4 million, or it's going to be the room exception at $7.7 million. We haven't had word about Sasha Vazankov yet. Does he come back? I mean, does he come into the fold? So th- there's still a lot of things that, that can be, you know, settled. I mean, Keith Smith just tweeted out the best available free agents. Van Vliet's still out there. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, Russell Westbrook, Gabe Vincent, Shooting guards, you got Austin Reeves, who's a restricted, Malik Beasley, uh, Di Vincenzo, Max Struess. Small forwards, you've got Dylan Brooks, Herb Jones, who is restricted, Jay Crowder, Kelly Oubre, and again, the power forwards, pretty much all the guys I've named, P.J. Washington, Grant Williams, Rui Hachimura, all of those guys are restricted, so you would obviously worry about the, the Lakers matching on Hachimura. And the reports are that they would match on Hachimura and that they would match on Austin Reeves. And for centers, Rami's guy is still out there, Brooke Lopez. I don't know if they have enough money left for him now, though. Yeah, that, that would be difficult. That would be a difficult one. He's going to go, I think, in the 16 to $20 million range based on what I'm seeing today, and they have 10 or 11 to work with. So, All right, so that ship probably sailed. We will uh, continue. We're going to get to some of your calls. We've got a couple calls here waiting. Uh, we will get to you. We'll also take a look at uh, some YouTube chats, and we'll continue to break news in 90 seconds. Your afternoon home for Kings Talk and more. This is Cattles and Rami on Sacktown Sports. All right, let's get to some of this reaction as more news, I'm sure, is going to pour in from the NBA. Again, still a lot of names out there. I would say the name right now is Fred Van Vliet. Everybody's waiting to see what he does. 
and the Rockets with all of their cap space, they're just sitting there. But remember, the, the two names that the Rockets were supposedly going after hard were, were Brooke Lopez and Fred Van Vliet. Both guys have yet to be signed or agree to anything with anybody. So maybe they still do uh, pull out the, the two big names that they wanted. Took $53 million, or $53 minutes for a billion dollars to go in NBA free agency it's crazy. this year. 53 minutes. Absolutely crazy. Let's go through uh, some of your reaction. Socialist Viking. Do any of all the doomsayers that can't believe Monty is betting on the same, still young group in parentheses, remember the narrative at the trade deadline and what happened after? Yeah, I remember the trade deadline and what happened after. They lost to the Warriors in the first round. And I would argue that if you had a backup big and maybe another wing, maybe possibly you win that series. That could have been the difference. Mm -hmm. So I do remember. And running it back, again, I'm not telling you they will be good. They'll be good. Running it back, they will be good. They might even be better than they were this year running it back. Sure. Especially if Keegan takes that step. Sure. But a lot of other teams are going to be better too. They do not exist in a vacuum. So you have to account for that. And you also have to remember how incredibly healthy this team was all year long. Your starting five was intact pretty much every night. Beeman, man, at this point, we're almost fully running it back. To this point, yes. TCG, our friend, YouTube chat, youtube.com, Sacktown Sports 1140. I think Barnes needs an upgrade in the starting lineup. However, Fox, Herter, Keegan, and Domas can all improve considerably with another year together. So TCG agrees with us. An upgrade over HB would have been nice. Gilbert Hernandez, you can't disregard the fact Fox was hurt. He played a lot of games, Gilbert. Domas was hurt too, but he played a lot of games. There's no there's no twisting the story of how healthy, no. how fortunate the Kings were when it came to injuries. They legit were like year. the healthiest team in the NBA, yeah. and I don't even think by, it was— By a wide margin. I told you, they had 900 minutes from their starting five combined. The next closest, I think, was 736. Okay, so Gilbert comes—Gilbert's talking about the playoff series. Okay. Yeah, Fox was Fox was hurt. Fox was banged up. Yes. In that series. Would that have been the difference? I hate to be this guy. I don't know. I don't think they win that series even with a healthy De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. I'll be the bad guy. LC Dang, you cannot predict injuries. I understand, LC. LC. Let, let's be logical it's your last about day. this. Don't let people get on. No, they're not going. Yeah. Let, let's be logical about this though, okay? <laughs> You were incredibly healthy last year. You were one of, if not the healthiest team in the NBA during the regular season. The chances of you being that healthy again this coming year are very, very, very slim. Yeah. So that's just logical. It's common sense. I mean, the team's health this year, that doesn't happen. That kind of thing does not happen. When you've got, you know, Fox playing 73 games, you got Domas, how many did he play? 75 or something? Yeah. I mean, you had pretty much everybody in the starting lineup for 70 plus games. Especially nowadays in the NBA. That that doesn't happen. So again, do I think they're going to be bad? No, of course not. But I wanted them to build off of the momentum that they started last year. Mm-hmm. And they can still do that. But right now, they're mostly running it back. We'll see if it works out.
Which feels underwhelming. Yes. With the excitement of opening up $36 million in cap room, and we talked about the fact that you don't see three seeds with that much cap room or that highly ranked in cap room going into an offseason. And I think a lot of people, including us, Nick, our eyes got big, and we saw opportunities for big swings and upgrades coming off what they did last year. But I think you also have to consider the the flip side of that coin and the possibility that I brought this up a number of times already today. They could have been sitting there left holding the bag. And, and the more that we see how free agency is playing out, the more of a real possibility that that seems. And so I think that you have to weigh what, what you have versus what could have been. And yeah, there were some opportunities out there to upgrade, but there was also the, the possibility of, of taking a step back in terms of, of this roster and this franchise next year if the chips fell a certain way once free agency got underway, if Harrison Barnes ended up in, in Indiana or anywhere else. Joe Cooper, we really need a, a backup center. Yes, 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 yes. And I, I think the Kings will add. Again, they've, they've got 10 to 13 million more. This is not over. This is, there's still, they got a $12 million, you know, trade exception from the Rashawn Holmes trade. They have uh, an exception, whether that's full mid-level, which would be $12.4 million, or they have the room exception, which would be $7.7 million. There are, you know, there are still a lot of things they can do. That's what I'm saying. Right now, so far, they've been running it back. This is a big one. Another I big mean, one? relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Fred Van Vliet? It's kind of a Wowzers deal to me. Wowzers? Gabe Vincent goes to the Lakers. Oh. Who the hell saw that coming? What's the money? Three years, $33 million. Huh. So Gabe Vincent leaves the Heat, and he is a Los Angeles Laker. That's a really good deal for the Lakers. That is a very good deal. And goes back to what we were saying, Nick. That makes which me is sick. The Western Conference I hate the is Lakers. getting better. Teams around the Kings are getting better. I freaking hate the Lakers. Same. I hate them, too. I hate the Lakers. I'm glad we're all on the same page here. <laughs> Who is allowing them to cook? How did... What is Miami doing? Waiting for Dame Dame Waiting for Dame to come available? Yeah. I mean, as of right now, you're starting washed Kyle Lowry? They have to feel like they've got Dame Dalla. But how do you feel that way? Portland just paid a billion dollars for Jeremy Grant. You think Portland's going to quickly get off of Dame Dalla? No. After paying that money? Oh, I hate the Lakers. That Vincent signing is good. That's a really good signing. Again, he's not a superstar by any means, but what the hell? Three years, $33 million. I can't stand them. I hope he stubs his toe. Mark. It's a really bad stub toe. Like, he misses, like, three months. Yeah, and it looks like they're trying to trade Max Strews. I don't know what they're doing. I think they have to trade Max Strews. I don't think they have the money for Max Strews. Oh, man. I hate that. Does that mean they're they're off of Russell? I don't know. Do they move off of D'Angelo Russell now? 
I don't think they were really all that hot on D'Angelo Russell to begin with. There doesn't seem to be much of a market for D'Angelo Russell. Uh, I will say, if if you're going to try to find a, a silver lining, that means the uh, the Lakers are hard capped, which is a whole. I, I can get into that a little bit later, but it, that will limit them when you're hard capped. I want to make sure I have all this. Uh, hard cap penalties in the NBA. So they're hard cap. They they pretty much can't do much else. Uh, let's see. Who else did I see that they were talking to or were going to talk to? So, look, they're, they're going to be hard capped, which will, which will limit them. Uh, but moving forward, but Gabe Vincent's a really good addition for them. Oh, and they're apparently planning to meet with Dylan Brooks. Well, I don't know how that happens I unless they do a sign-and-trade deal. I don't either. But I don't also understand NBA salary. <laughs> so I'd be the wrong guy to understand that. I mean, to me, I mean, to me, when you look at this, the story is the Lakers, but... It's also Miami. Yeah, what are they doing? Like, I don't think you let Miami walk. I mean, you don't let Vincent walk if you're Miami for that deal unless... Well, we saw that they were offering him $8 million. Unless you're doing something, right? I mean, unless you have an answer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is madness. I have no idea. <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll continue with breaking news. Uh, I'm going to try to get to your calls, but today is a very crazy, fluid day, as you can tell. More deals are coming in. We'll recap some of the big ones for you. We'll see if the Kings do anything coming up here. Still, you know, again, there's still a lot of money at at hand here. $10, $13 million they've got to work with. Uh, They have the trade exception. Uh, They have a lot of things they can still do. So we'll see if uh, if the Kings get back on the map here. And uh, continue to take a look at these these deals being signed in the NBA because a, a lot is happening. Uh, don't go anywhere. Cattles and Rami here on Sacktown Sports. With you one mile at a time during the afternoon drive. Cattles and Rami. Sacktown Sports. Give me the loop. Very underrated. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Uh, some One quick... of your favorites? Yes. All right. Yes. I drafted it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> On Wednesday. One of my draft picks. Add it to the list. So, uh, I do want to mention before we... I want to get on your nerves before your we... No, you weren't on my nerves at all. all I was, right, I was just looking at a tweet. All right. I got to try to stay focused at like seven different things here. Um, but before we continue with the basketball talk and free agency, I did want to mention, since no big deal has happened in the last five minutes, uh, that this is my last day with Sacktown Sports. This is my last show. Uh, not because I wanted to leave. Not because they wanted me to leave. Uh, but because there's been some family things happening. And uh, it's been very, very challenging it was it was somewhat challenging throughout the entire tenure, honestly. Some some things have happened personally that have just been like boom, 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 one after another. But the last two months especially were pretty rough. 
And one thing in particular was really rough. So uh, Kelly and I have made the decision to go back east, go back home, get close to family. Uh, We've got uh, some things that we've got to handle on the personal side because of the last two months that we can't handle from 3,000 miles away. So it was uh, was a really tough position, but we made the decision family first. And so today's my last show. I I appreciate all of you for – accepting me, whether you disagreed with me, loved me, hated me, whatever it is. Uh, I appreciate all of you uh, listening to this show, being a part of it. We had tremendous success, and that's it's a bummer to leave because we've done very well. You know, sales and ratings and digital, we've done very, very well. And so, you know, for all the people in the building that worked hard on that, I appreciate that as well. And I've absolutely loved working with Rami, and I've loved working with JJ and Simone and Verlad. So, uh you know, not not an easy decision at all, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And so I, I will be heading back to the Northeast eventually. I am still trying to sell my home. So uh, dependent on that, I could be here for a long time. We'll have to wait and see. We'll see uh, with with any good luck. If anybody's if, looking if to this. buy a house, he's yes. on Nixie Radio. Roseville area, three bedroom. It's a nice house. Really nice backyard. Really nice backyard, yeah. Really nice. Mm-hmm. All right, but uh, yeah, so really appreciate every one of you. And I am still going to watch the Kings, and I still am going to, you know, pay attention to the Kings. When you when you throw yourself into something and you, you know, you start investing hard in a team like like this, you, you still have that spot there for them. You know, so I, I will still be paying attention to them. I'll, I'll still be tweeting from time to time about them. Uh, especially when something big happens, and it's been a it's been a blast to see Kings fans and and live through this, and you know the 16 year drought gone. You know I've been here for like 19 months, but man, we packed in a lot during those 19 months. We we did a lot here, people. We did a lot, so it, it's been a it's been a great time. The Phoenix Suns have added yet another name to their bench. Yuta Watanabe is joining the uh, Phoenix Suns, and I know uh, Yuta is a favorite of some uh, some Kings fans. And I know Jill Adge. Jill Adge is a big Utah fan. So Utah goes to the Suns. Like Their entire bench is signing today. I'm not even joking. They've signed like seven guys. Well, they only had, what, four guys on like under contract on their roster before today? Yeah. So they, they needed, there was work to be done. All right, so uh, let's go to Doug. Doug's been very, very patient. It's been a crazy show. Let's get to some of these calls right now. Uh, Doug, what's up, bud? First call, Doug. I wanted to make sure I get a chance to say goodbye to you. I just found out that you were leaving, and I just want to tell you it's been enjoyable to listen to the show and the people you have working there, and uh, and you've been a professional all the way through and stuff, and, and uh, I'll miss that time to hear you on the radio on my drives around Sacramento. That's one thing. On the other part is – um, I, I think that uh, I was reading that um, the Clippers were wanting to keep Plumley, and that they're going to let um, Zubak uh, go in the sense of a trade or whatever. That that uh, mid-level exception you're talking about, the twelve million, yeah, point four, whatever. Yep. He last year he was making ten, ten five, whatever. I don't know how it works, but can you go in and uh, propose? Uh, where I'll give you my exception and I'll take your guy. Is that that how? It yeah, works? yeah, that's precisely. That's so, so yeah. What what would happen is, um, 
I'm trying to remember, and, and Doug, thank you for the phone call and thank you for the kind words about the show and the first guy to call the program, so uh, thank you for that. I, I believe you can do a sign-in trade and use a trade exception. I believe you can, but the, the trade exception is just literally, it's almost as if it's a player, right? It's, it's in the place of a player. So if your trade exception is $12.4 million, you know, Zubots, what, what do you say? He makes like $10.5 million? So, yeah, you could do that. You could 100% do that. You could absolutely do that. So the Kings have like a $12 million exception, 12.3 or whatever, something like that, 12 and change. And Zubots is on the books this year for $10.9 million. So, yeah, Doug, you could do that. Now, it wouldn't just be the trade exception for Zubots. Obviously, the Kings would have to sweeten some things up. So you, you have to you have to remember that as well. Um, when you, you know, when you look at maybe a second round pick, couple of second round picks, but that's how it would work. And the reason why the Clippers would do that is because they're just, you know, they're, they're trying to get rid of some salary. So yeah, that, that could work. Zubats. And I like that idea. I don't mind that idea at all. Zubats with the trade exception wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. It's an upgrade. We talked about upgrading this bench. That'd be an upgrade. Yeah, absolutely. For that's sure. A, that's a big upgrade yeah. for your backup big. All right, let's go to Frank. Frank's next. Hey, Frank. Oh, hi, Frank. All right. Frank sounded a lot like a dial tone. Interesting take from Frank. Frank. Frankie. All right, so I just want to point this out because this, this irritates me. The Suns have done a good job, man, today. You know, a few we, teams around the West we, have. We made all these jokes, like, oh, the Suns are trying out Jabari Parker and all these things, and ha, 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 who are they going to have on their bench? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, they've gone out, they've, they've kept Josh Okoge. That's huge. They brought in Drew Eubanks. That's a good signing. Keita Bates-Diop is a, is a good signing. He had a good year last year. He shot, I think he shot like 39% from three last year. Damian Lee is a decent rotation piece. Yuta Watanabe is a good rotational piece. I mean, they've brought in five guys to address their bench needs. And they obviously have not, you know, spent a ton of money to do it. Shake Milton has agreed to a deal with Minnesota, if you care about that kind of thing. So Shake Milton going to Minnesota. Joe Ingles going to the Orlando Magic. Two years, $22 million. You do feel like something's going to happen here, though. You really we do. Have, we still have some names out there, man. I mean, Fred, Van v, Fred Van Vliet, easy for me to say, shoe hasn't dropped yet. I mean, you've got, you've got Houston with $60 million in cap space. Something's got to give, right? I mean, something has to give if, you, if you're the Houston Rockets. Somebody's going to get a lot of money in Houston just on the basis of, uh, we, we got to spend this, man. Here you go. You know what I mean? To get to the salary floor. That's that's not a bad deal if you're somebody who's going to get overpaid just because a team has to spend money. You know, when you when you think about teams right now in the Western Conference, I was, I was going through this exercise with Scott Marsh during the break. The Lakers are going to be better. You have to imagine the Suns are going to be better. Adding Bradley Beal, some of these bench pieces. I think the Suns are going to be good. If the Clippers have James Harden, they're better. Oklahoma City's dangerous. 
Utah is dangerous. The Denver Nuggets are the best team in the NBA. That's six teams already. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if Monty has something bigger up the sleeve because there there is st- still time, tons of time, and there's still a number of assets that the Kings have at their disposal to do something. Really like what you, you just talked about Phoenix and what the Lakers have done today. I mean, I don't like it because I wish that those teams weren't getting better, but if, if you're a fan of those two teams, you you got to like what they did and how they upgraded their roster today. Yeah. I mean, they, they've they added, and I should mention too, Chemezi Metu went to the Suns as well. I had him in the uh, the Kings portion of my notes. So Chemezi Metu also to the uh, Suns as a bench piece. And, you know, the Lakers the Lakers signing Gabe Vincent and Torian Prince. Those are two really good, like, pieces, relatively speaking. Two good pieces. And they're going to get D'Angelo Russell back. Mm-hmm. They're likely going to bring back Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura because they can match. I mean, I wonder if Houston tries to knock the socks off of Austin Reeves or, or Hachimura to make it tough for the Lakers to, you know, bring those guys back. But, yeah, there, there are teams in the West getting better. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll continue to keep an eye on... Uh, it's work to be done, Kings. What are you doing, Monty McNair? Keep an eye on all these moves. We'll, uh, we'll take a look at uh, what the Kings have done as well here. Uh, there's still a lot to do. We might even squeeze in a snack. It's all coming up next. Ooh. So uh, we have a very, very special guest. Yes, we do. That is, I would uh, say, the most special guest that we've had yet. Made her way into the studio, and uh, I, I know it's I know it's free agency day, <laughs> but we stop we we stop everything we stop everything today uh, in this moment. Yes, sir. Because Mama Rickford's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> The hat is coming off. She's figuring out the headphone situation. We gotta right get now. we gotta get Mama Rickford on the uh, way, on the cameras. Way too much. Yeah, so it's it's the snack right exchange. Mama Rickford is uh, she provided the whole snack. I will exchange. say she is not like her daughter uh, when it comes to <laughs> being around a microphone. Simone has uh, no worries with with uh, just jumping on the microphone and doing what she's got to do. But Mama Rickford's a. She's she's not she's not shy. super comfortable well, with little... uh, with the whole idea of uh, talking to us and being on the microphone today. You're among family. Don't well, worry about it. Know We're all family. It, it's Gibbs' generation. There right? we go. <laughs> 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 so this is what's going on here now. On Fridays we do the snack exchange. Yes. Every on Friday this show, this every time. Friday at this time. We exchange snacks. And so... Share and exchange snacks. So Simone has been talking about her mom coming in for a while. And so today is the day that Simone's mom has shown up. And let me just tell you, Simone's mother has shown up big. Uh, we Brought don't... the big gun. This is not a snack exchange as, as much as it is as like a, uh, like a full buffet, buffet exchange. Yeah, really? So please, please tell us... Can you tell us what we what, have here? Yeah, what you have brought in. Miss Rickford, please. Okay, well, so we'll start with uh, some, um, like, bruschetta type Ooh. salmon Ooh. with sour cream. Is that fresh dill I see on top? Oh, I love fresh lemon. dill. Oh. And again, that's toasted. And then we'll hop over to our bread tray where we have, again, some toasted bruschetta. 
type things um, and hummus with dolma. You're talking, literally nice. talking my nice. language. You're literally and talking my language. And then we have like a mini caprese salad because it's got a little mozzarella. Just what they need. They've been crushing it all yeah. day with this NBA free agency, Ma. Yeah. It's perfect. And then we have the the. Basil actually came out of the garden. Really? So fresh, fresh, fresh. Look at that. And out of the garden, right out, out of the, the garden. garden. This is too high class for the snack exchange. <laughs> no. And then we have uh, some assorted uh, deli meats. Uh, and then we have uh, some dates stuffed with cream cheese. A little bit of goat oh. cheese and topped with a little bit of prosciutto I'm, and pomegranate. Yeah, it smells goodness. good. I've seen everyone, the, this is everyone's like break right now to drink some water, eat some food. It's been a big day for us. Yes. I've I seen had, the dates with prosciutto, never with the cheese and uh, pomegranate. Yeah. That's that's going the extra mile. I mean, just well, going off of what? this, I would say Simone must have not struggled too much eating as she grew up. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Mama Rickford, it looks like she takes care Down. of things. You know what? I had to show up because... Your last day again brings a tear to my Aww. eye. You, I, you, I've learned so much sports just listening. To yeah, you too, she so. listens so much. She's like a P one listening all the time to support. So nice. That is that is That's fantastic. So sweet. That is you absolutely really did fantastic. want to come through for your last day. So two oh. giant loaves of bread here, also. Yes, from a bakery. In you brought with Elfville. me and mine. Some of these were brought with. So. I know it's Nick's last day, but you really you... <laughs> here comes Rami. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's amazing. Um, fellas, feel I mean, free to still, you know, if there's any breaking news or anything, we we'll oh, keep yeah, there's I don't even, I don't even no, know. If, if something I'm happens. just looking at this spread. I have no idea. Trust me, if, if something happens, we will tell you. If, if there's news, we will break it to you ASAP. There's nothing. Shake Milton, again, is the last uh, signing that we have from Woj, and that was a two-year deal with Minnesota. So nothing, nothing earth-shattering, nothing even significant over the past uh, few minutes here. So... The snacks have taken some precedent here. <laughs> Mama Rickford has taken some precedent here. And that's a lot of bread. Uh, that's enough bread probably for the whole building. Yes, I would say so. I'm a big bread guy. So, I mean, this is going to be... I don't even know. Are you going to dig in, Rami? Is oh, that... I'm going to dig in. Should I do it right now? Yeah, I know how much go. you hate chewing on the air. Should uh, well, I do it right now? You can dig in, but you don't have to chew into the microphone. Okay. I mean, this... yes. Oh, and I would also like to mention that Simone's mom also brought in hand sanitizer. <laughs> yes. Which is fantastic. She knew the clientele. <laughs> which is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I've known Simone's mom for a solid eight minutes. And I think she's one of the greatest people I've ever met. <laughs> Agreed. She's in my top ten. Agreed. She, yeah. She is the duct tape go th- that holds the world together. Go through all this trouble for two dudes she never even met, doesn't even know. Thank you so much. Well, it's amazing. Well, I will, know what I, mean. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Your your daughter is fantastic, and she has been an absolute pleasure uh, since she joined us back in late January, early February. She's been tremendous. And it says a lot. When, when, a, when a daughter is as good of a person as she is, it means the mom's done some things uh, right. So uh, you have a fantastic daughter, and you have an amazing spread that you brought in for us that I can't say enough. So what, what are you crushing first? What is this? The prosciutto and oh. cheese wrapped and cheese stuffed dates <laughs> with pomegranate on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. That's very good. Yeah. It's very, very You're good. You're talking a little bit too much because you get the food in the mouth and everything. Yeah, I just asked what it was. I didn't, you asked. I didn't need the Guy Fieri breakdown. Mid meal. Mm. 
So, Mom, I'll I'll fill you in a little bit. I know I'm sure you've been listening, but as Mm. far as the Kings are going right now, it's looking like it's pretty much going to be the same core as last year. Yes, Harrison Burns. Yes. 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 And um, Trey Lyles coming back. Trey Lyles Lyles is coming back. Yes, ma'am. And who was it who got eighteen million? Who's getting eighteen million? Yeah, that's eight, that's, that that's Harrison. That's Harrison. That's Barnes. Harrison. Okay. Yes. So, and there's Chris Duarte. He's uh, they're still finalizing that, but that is another addition that's coming over from the Pacers. Yeah. And it's really nice because he has great chemistry with Demontis Sabonis, of course. Yay! Mm. I love it. I love it. I wish I could find the picture I have uh, of Mona standing in the little cutout of. Mona. Oh, they don't. Yeah, they don't <laughs> know the nickname. Mona. Mona. Mona is the nickname. Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. Why are we just finding out yeah, about this now? Hold That's on, why Mona. I was wearing that uh, Mona Lisa thing for that Beta Breakers. Oh. It's all my nickname is Mona. You guys did not know that Mona. Yes. Mona. So Mona all of my family and friends yeah, call me. Mona, but from college on, I went as from Simone. high school even. How was yeah, how was Mona as a child? Was she a pain in the neck? <laughs> she was darling. She was darling. Darling Simone, yeah. After he, Simone de Beauvoir, right? Yeah. Can you can right. you can you tell us something that she did which was terrible? She got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> she never got grounded. Uh, me and my siblings accidentally killed a couple of chickens. Chickens, variously. Yeah, they... Why were you mad at chickens? It was like we no. would put them in like bags and like try and run Back. around with them, and Back. they Back. would suffocate. And oh, what? That's a horrendous story. Had one in a backpack. <laughs> it was her baby. For Lord's it curse. was her baby. I'm sorry and I even brought it up. What? That's the question now. So Thanks. she. Kind of got zipped up, and when it came out, it kind of went a little wobbly. wobbly oh no! But to make up for that, she's she saved every other creature on the planet from yeah. you know baby birds. She's tried to feed. That we once surprise. had a a squirrel. We were a baby squirrel. We were hand feeding. Um, her cat, I'm sure you know about. So she's taken. Oh, the cats! Yeah, we know all about the cats. We we suggested that the cats should go. By the way, this, did you make the stuffed grape leaves? No. Okay, they are delicious. No. I was going to say yeah. those tasted like they were you made by the Arab hands of my mother. Thank Guess you. Guess what? <laughs> TJ's. Really. Oh, we love TJ's around that here. Give a try. Yeah. Now I'm trying some of the hummus with the, okay. the flatbread here. Mama you, Rickford, the you're the yeah. best. Thank you so much. Love so to see you. Amazing. Wish you could stay here forever. I know. I understand family obligations. So yeah. You've been the world for, you know, the city and all kinds of stuff. So well, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate Thank you so that. much. Truly, I'm going to say that before I stuff my face okay. with this yeah. flatbread. All right. Thank Rami, you so much. Thank appreciate you. it. Rami's going to so continue much. to eat himself into a coma, and uh, we'll keep an eye on the NBA so stuff. So, so uh, good. <laughs> final Thank hour. So final hour of me in Sacramento. Well, not really. Final hour of me in this building. Until I sell my house, I'm still in Sacramento. So I could be here for months. We don't know. But uh, last hour of uh, Cattles and Rami, literally, coming up next.